Hello and welcome to the New American Left, but slightly different. This is Transmissions from the Bunker. Basically, a, a raw version of the show, I guess you could say. Um, we will not have the deft hand of our Professor X producer, um, who adds all that lovely color and texturing and edits out all my inane points rather well. So we won't have the benefit of that. <laughs> so that'll make it uh, infinitely shorter, and it's just going to sort of be kind of what I'm thinking about right now and what we're kind of going through in this weird situation. You know, it's hard as like a, a fan of history or somebody who really, really enjoys analyzing history to kind of full on know that we're living through a historical event. And I think people our age, and I'm assuming, you know, you're all in that vague demographic of like 20 to 45 ish, but you know, all we've really lived through are these huge historical sort of events. And it gets really exhausting, I think. And this one's kind of so weird. You know, I mean, we have all these, you know, I'm a bit of a full disclosure, a bit of a prepping person and uh, have been for many years. That's why I moved out to Colorado where I live now. And um, it's it's strange that like this one, this situation we're living through this potential disaster here um it, it like we still have power we still have water we still have all these things for now so it's like this odd crisis where we're able to still have all these sort of creature comforts that we've developed over time now i know that's not always going to be the case but it's definitely adding a strange layer to this one for me like for instance i'm still able to make a podcast and send it out to you strangely. And, you know, the the situation is extremely serious. And, you know, it, it, I'm from New York, so I'm hearing a lot of things back home that are pretty disturbing. And, uh, you know, I have an uncle in the healthcare industry. He was administering tests and didn't feel well, um, was symptomatic, but I hear he's on the mend, at least at the moment, at most recent updates and no major panic, but, you know, it just reminds you of these things. And it's, I don't know, it's very difficult. And, you know, it's it's affecting everyone out there. And I know we're all really leveraging our technology to have a great time, which has been really cool, honestly. I mean, it's nice, we were joking. It's, like, nice to see our technology working for relative good and once in a while. And, of course, we know that the response has been utterly bungled by Trump. And, I mean, that's something anyone saw coming. I mean, we all know that he was inept. Uh, the other letdowns that are going on by our leadership right now are are notable. And I, I somebody like me who's pretty cynical, if I'm being perfectly honest, um, is I feel really empathetic for a lot of people who I see are kind of like, I can see their cynicism and their radicalization taking place in real time. And, uh, man, it, that is a really difficult process. And I'm, I'm sorry that you're going through that, but you know, it, in some ways I think in the end, this could open up enough eyes that we start to make even larger social movements and uh, greater change and give us any small piece of hope 
anyway. But the failures of this administration don't begin and end with Trump. And that, I think, is an important notion to keep in mind throughout this whole process. Um, our system is broken. Like I was just reading Mike, Mike Duncan, the historian, uh, his timeline, and he was saying, like, you know, this stuff is breaking down because it was broken to begin with. I'm paraphrasing. But that's a really good, good notion to, to keep in mind. As we decide how we want to sort of rebuild, I don't even know. I mean, it's so hard. I'm so struggling to even hypothesize about what's going on because there's no precedent. And we don't really know the time frame of how long it's going to happen. So I guess my largest fear is that it's going to be the same old political nonsense, you know, where rather than practice their social distancing or attempting to flatten the curve or all the new nomenclature that we have out there, uh, conservatives and MAGA people are going to be sort of rebelling against that and turning it into a, oh, this is to own the libs. I'm going to throw a barbecue or something. And my concern is that if it becomes that, then we're just going to perpetuate this even further. And it's already getting spun in the way everything gets spun, which is just disappointing and exhausting. So, I mean, rather than go into all of that and try to analyze what's going on politically, I, I don't even want to talk to you about that because it's a disaster. I mean, if you've not been radicalized, and when I say radicalized, what I mean is you have kind of seen past the two-party system and realized that we have larger problems at stake here and it's time to start actively doing something. Um, if that is the silver lining to this whole thing, then let it be that. Let it be that you go out and find local organizations um, that are organizing and trying to help their community in these times and needs. And that can take on many different forms. Uh, you know, I'm part of a local activist organization um, who is doing uh, supply drops and, you know, whatever we can. You know, we're a small group trying to get our local community helped as much as humanly possible. And it's great, but when it's in conjunction with many other groups, that's when it has a real tangible effect. So that's the lesson that needs to be learned quickly here. If you're a disaffected liberal, if you have been a faithful Democrat and are just fed up, if you know, if if you're just a one of the mythical independents, I guess they exist, if you're out there and you're fed up, it's time to go find that local activist organization that can help you channel that frustration into something productive. So there's many different levels of organizations out there that can match your urgency or intensity. Um, I was having a, a conversation with a close friend. Um, they are feeling that pang of radicalization and, uh, so we were getting to talking about that, and it occurred to me that, you know, that's probably going on all over the place. So uh, if you're hearing this and that resonates with you, then I uh, go have that conversation with someone else who's feeling the same way. Um, the only way we get through stuff like this is organization. It is clear that the leadership and the top-down 
does not value our lives. And I know all the small business loans that are available. <laughs> and I know all the uh, sort of performative gestures of a couple hundred dollars extra a month, which is nice. And don't get me wrong, but it's, uh, you know, we're looking at the Great Depression level stuff here. Like, so this piddly shit coming down from the government is is, is not going to cut it in the long run. I mean, it's a good start, and I hope that there's multiple bills, and I'm trying not to be completely pissed off right now. So, <laughs> point being, if you feel abandoned, it's because you are abandoned, and it's probably time that you find what other abandoned people have been doing, in some cases for years, which has been uh, super impressive. You know, um, You'll see that these networks sort of exist already, and if you can find the one that works well for you and channel, like I said, channel your frustration, I think that's a good way um, to really get some good out of this terrible situation that we're all going through. And if you're not in one of the super affected areas, um, like a New York or um, West Coast uh, is also not great. And I know Colorado, we we have problems and they're coming, but... You know, it's difficult. We built our entire society around a 24-hour news cycle. And this problem needs to be appreciated in a long-form sort of way, which we're, we're not built for. Like, our media structure isn't built for the level of context that this type of thing needs. Um, you know, when it's spinning off into our individual multiverse of reality that we all have these days, and... You know, you're, I'm hearing all kinds of wild stuff. I mean, from everything from like, this was a Chinese plot against the president, which is, I mean, we're not going to address anything like all the crazy conspiracy stuff. The point is that this problem needs to be appreciated in a larger form. And it's really difficult for people to get that when leadership is holding press conferences like they are, which are useless, or they are bickering in, in, the, in the Congress over like nickels and dimes, none of which fully helps anyone. It's all halfway there unless you're a corporation. I don't know how many times we're going to put up with that, to be perfectly honest with you. But they just keep trying us, so I guess we'll see. <laughs> but it's like I, on the Ben Dixon show, um, I was listening to him the other day, and he talks about how this, this virus was is not particularly, uh, you know, in a vacuum, it's not particularly horrible, but it's designed so well to destroy our society because of the way we behave. You know, the virus is horrible, of course, but also on top of it, the way we behave as a society, the things that we hold as important, the way we treat the lower classes of our society, all of these things, that inherent individualistic streak in America that just says, mm, fuck you, I'm not going to do what you tell me, which at points is, is I can empathize with because I definitely feel that way at points. But in moments like this, it is perfect. It is our Achilles heel. Like big, bad America can be undone by this because of arrogance, because of our absolute like inability to address systemic problems <laughs> uh it, it, our absolute inability to address systemic inequality 
all of these problems are coming home to roost because this little virus is like perfectly engineered <laughs> to just hit all those buttons at once. And like, if you're kind of like a history disaster junkie like myself, you know, this is how every bad disaster in history starts. It's like a whole bunch of little things. And then later you look back at it and you're like, wow, you know, that was like perfectly set up to fail. And, you know, that should be a little bit frightening. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, it's, I'm just rambling, but I mean, that's sort of where I think we're all at. So I hope you enjoy listening to me just sort of meander a bit. But in the end, I mean, I don't see, to me, it's not, um, it's not impossible that we come out of this better in the long run. But I do mean the long run. <laughs> I don't mean immediately. I mean, this is, you know, it's important to acknowledge the absolute suffering that we're all going to endure at some level here. But this could be a moment that wakes us all up to actually get some things done. So go out and find your local activists who are trying to do work. You know, practice it in a safe way. You're not looking to be reckless here. You know, if you're if you're incapable of doing that, there's other ways to help. You can donate. Um, there's going to be future opportunities to help too. But just focus that frustration and use it. Use it as a thing to to propel you into action you know that's because there's no help coming right there's no help coming from the top that's the point i really want to drive home so it in in our circles you'll often hear you know we protect us uh that really i think is going to take on more of a mantra now than it than it even has been um because that's the truth of the matter is that in the end we protect us and if we're not set up to do it, then we'll fail. And it's important to know that this is not going to be guaranteed perfect. I mean, all of this could fail. But if we form a strong community, if we strong, if we form strong networks, if we form trust in each other and build skill sets and redundancy and resiliency, then, you know, that's about as good a shot as you can have. And this happens this happens to human beings. It's happened our entire existence. And we've usually found ways to get around it. And our greatest enemy has always been ourselves. And that right now is currently the same situation. So if we can defeat our old frameworks, if we can defeat our old ideologies and move forward, um, you know, maybe then we do have a fighting shot. But it's up to us. So we protect us. We'll do another one of these soon. I hope it wasn't too bad. All right. Everybody stay safe out there. Um, you know, find me on Twitter at the new A-M-E-R left. Um, you know, I'm on that even more than usual. So hope to see you guys there. Stay safe. Practice safety. And don't get captured.